Hey everybody. Hello. Welcome back to Date Night at the Coffee Shop. You're Sam. You do that on purpose, don't you? I don't know what you're talking about. Your bar. <laughs> you do that on purpose. And we are glad that you have decided to join us this week. Um, this one is probably going to be a little bit of a short one. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a late, a last minute decide like, yeah, we'll go ahead and record now. Yeah. Because um, it's now or never, quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some Sometimes it's been like that. It's been a hectic week. Um, for those of you just joining in, um, we're not going to explain the entire premise of this show. You'll gather it pretty pretty easily. But this um, especially one is a little if you different. Go, yeah. If you go back and listen to a few, you'll get it. We try some drinks, you know, give you our thoughts. Uh, then we talk about stuff. Yeah. Whatever um, we want. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much because just whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. So we're glad you guys have decided to join us on our date night. Um, tonight we have something a little bit different, as uh, as well as the topic and kind of general, feel. I guess, feel of the the attitude. We've got a different drink tonight. Um, we're actually not drinking coffee uh, tonight. We have a wine to try for you mm -hmm. um which we're we're looking forward to uh this is a red blend it's a french red blend um it's uh let's see the label is e-day fix mm -hmm. um and that will be spelled somewhere for you so you can can figure that out how to say that it's uh, a 2016 uh, meaning the grapes were harvested in 2016. Correct. What's the ABV on it? Uh, the ABV is 14.7%. Whoa. Percent. What a whopper. Yes. All right. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I can't remember if we've actually had this one before. I know we've gotten this one before, but I think we've given it away. I, I think you're right about that. Um... This is a Wink Wine Club wine. Yes, yes. So we get this. We got this from from Wink, which is a wine subscription that we uh, both have a membership to. We're not sponsored in any kind of way, so we're not trying to to do anything there. Um, but, but they do have some pretty great wines. Mm -hmm. um, and great deals. Yeah, yeah, really good stuff. So this is a just it's just a red wine blend, mm -hmm. um, but it's a product of France. Um, let's see. The label's pretty cool. It's got like a lot of uh, notes on here. It's almost like handwritten mm -hmm. uh, notes on the label. It's pretty neat. Um, so let's go ahead and give this one. I don't see anything about like tasting notes or anything on here. Um, I may be able to find them if you want. Yeah, go ahead and take a look at that. Yeah, so I think this is supposed to be. Uh, I was just thinking about the E Day Fix. Um, uh, when a Google of this is talking about that that's actually a, a psychology term oh. also. Um, so preoccupied in preoccupation of mind believed to be firmly resistant to any attempt to modify it. A fixation. Um, so a fixation hmm. of the mind. Uh, to me, it actually means something a little different. It's actually a musical term as well in uh, music uh, theory and music history. Really? Yeah. Um, the E-Day Fix is kind of like a, a, a theme or a particular element or pattern that you kind of use throughout a piece to kind of make it more cohesive. Really? Yeah. It's interesting that there's like such wide variety in, in the terms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting to me. I'm trying to log into Wink and it's not allowing me to, so we'll oh, figure it out. see here. I don't know if this came from your box or my box. Because <laughs> we both have, like we said, we both have a subscription to Wink. Yeah, so we've got it set up. I think you can do four bottle memberships and six bottle memberships. Mm -hmm. uh, we both just have the four bottles. Um, so every month they'll send you... Um, if you Yeah, and if you get four, then shipping is free. Yeah. So that's pretty pretty great. Yeah, I can't find it, but I'll make sure and I'll put... Well, I, I got it here. Let me see. Oh, cool. 
Um, all right, so I'm on wank. Let's see if I can search. Red. Do they not just have a search bar? I don't think so. All right, so I can't find it on here. I don't know. They may have not. They may not have this one in stock anymore or anything like that. That's true. So, they do go pretty fast. Yeah, so they they only show you what's in stock. It's um, probably in one of our like past orders somewhere. We can find it and post it on the gram. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So we'll we'll try to uh, release some of the tasting notes that that Wink actually talks about it. Um, but so we'll go ahead and give this one a, uh, you a taste here. It. You gotta swirl it yeah. and sniff it. That's how you drink your wine. Yep, so we'll swirl it around. To let it breathe and open up. It's, it's a little smoke. colder than it should be, really. Yeah, we got it out of the fridge a little bit late. Yeah. I know, it smells means... good. It's kind of like the black currant. Yeah, I really like it. But because it's cold, it's going to taste better than if it were the appropriate temperature because colder wine usually hides those imperfections or whatevs. I don't know. I don't think it tastes better. I don't think cold wine tastes better. Well, no, like it doesn't taste better, but I'm just saying that like if you serve a wine chilled, it's going to hide some of the like notes. They won't be as pronounced. Yeah, as if you... it's definitely, I feel like it kind of chokes the flavor a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's not. Look at the legs on this. Dang. All right, let's go ahead and take a sip. All right, all right, all right. We're, bu we're busy, like, staring, and it's, like, such a pretty color. Okay, hold on, hold on. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. She got good legs. It's definitely a little bright um, on the, f the front end. A lot of tannins. Yeah, try that. Try it with the the goat cheese and chocolate. Okay. It's so good. That is something that I have thoroughly enjoyed. I remember when I was selling wine, somebody turned me on to this. You basically put a little smear of goat cheese on some dark chocolate. Oh, so good. It sounds gross, but it is fantastic. If you like goat cheese, highly recommend it. Yeah, that's good. Mmm, it's good wine. If this comes back in stock, we should probably get another one. So good. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's got like a little bit of a peppery mm -hmm. kind of finish to it. Yeah, I like it though. It's 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 good. Very good. I'd like to see after it comes up the temp a little bit to see how it opens up. Yeah, same. Anyway, so that's our wine, the Ide Fix 2016 Red Blend um, from the Wink Wine Club. Yeah, go check them out. Again, yeah, Wink.com is W-I-N-C. Yeah, again, we're not we're not sponsored or anything. But I mean, if Wink wanted to sponsor us, I would be totally okay with that. That'd be cool. <laughs> we might have to change our format a little bit. We don't do enough wine to uh, get a, a wine sponsorship, I don't think. Yeah, do not have the wine bar? Uh, yeah, <laughs> possibly. But let's go ahead and move on to uh, the rest of our episode. Cool. How was your week? My week was good. Mine too. Really good. You've had a birthday since we last spoke. Yep, really? I recently had a birthday. How does um, it feel to be as old as you are right now? Not much different. <laughs> if you get past a certain point, nothing really. Birthdays don't really matter. Which is sad, because I feel like they should. You know? Yeah. But, well, it was good. I had a good birthday. And I got you some really awesome presents. Yeah. Yeah, some really cool presents. It's been, it's been a good... Uh, a good uh, week. Mm -hmm. Got out of town for a bit. I'm glad you were able to take off. Yeah, yeah. I took off work and just kind of, kind of hung out. It's been really nice. Yeah. Um, we went on vacation. Yeah, we went down to Florida, saw some family. Yeah. Um, hung out, went to the beach. 
That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so we went down and saw my dad and stepmom, which I don't really like the term stepmom because it's like weird, but yeah, it's, you know what else is it? Like bonus mom? I don't know. But yeah, we saw them. We saw my mom. We took Thea, of course, because she was she's the star of the show. Yeah, she was pretty go. much the whole reason we went. <laughs> yeah, she's always the star of the show. She has adoring fans. Yeah. But yeah, oh, the beach was, and like her first time at the beach, it was so sweet, so cute. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, she really liked it. I was surprised. Some kids are just like, absolutely not. I think it helped that the water was pretty calm and yeah. pretty comfortable. It wasn't like super cold or anything. So. But yeah, she had a blast just splashing around. Mm-hmm. Meeting a lot of new people. Yep. Oh my gosh, and then those girls like walk by. <laughs> tell tell about the, the girls whenever you had her out in the water and they about like is she one or is she two? <laughs> oh so I'm out there in the in the water and in the ocean holding Thea, kinda playing around, splashing around with her. And this little girl comes up, I don't know, she was probably like five or six, I guess. And asked me how old she was, and I said she's um, six months and she said is that is that like one or two and I said it's not even one it's zero zero and a half and she was amazed <laughs> I guess she never really understood or heard about anybody being less I guess, I guess to her like age has to be like this specific year number you have introduced this, this poor girl to decimals yep yeah. <laughs> and fractions yeah, so that was her first introduction to fractions, I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, it was it was nice getting getting away, uh, getting down to into some warm weather. Oh, so good. It was like mid eighties the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It's great in like February. It's not quite as humid yes. in Florida yet. So yes. February is like the perfect time to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. And, like, I understand why people go during March, because, like, it's still, like, during spring break, because spring break is usually March, you know, March 8th. Yeah. So, like, I get why people go in March, because it's spring break, and it's not, like, Satan hot, you know, like, it's not Yeah, still, it's still pretty, like, manageable. But now that we don't have to worry about a school schedule or anything like that, I would highly recommend February. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Yeah, end of February, beginning of March, like, that's, it was the perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. I even got, like, cold whenever we woke up that morning and we were leaving my dad's house. Like, I was chilly. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. It was pleasantly surprising. So, um, we ate so good the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just a good trip overall. Yes. A lot of cool, cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so. I, like, was introduced to, like, I tried some new beers and stuff like that. Yeah, mostly IPAs. Yeah, and then I tried the, what was it, the Michelob Ultra Gold. Yeah. Again, not sponsored. But, um, yeah. So, that was good. I preferred that to the IPA, though. Yeah. It was pretty good. And then, what was it? We had... A wine that we like that we have had before, right? The the Robert Mondavi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've had Robert Mondavi before, but it was a different one. We actually tried one on the episode a while back. It was a uh, the one we had on the episode was a uh, bourbon barrel uh, aged Cabernet Sauvignon, mm-hmm. um, but this one was a Pinot Noir. Oh, yeah. I think it was like Robert Mondavi Select or something like that. Yeah. But that I was, liked it. Though. Yeah, that it was, was good. good. Really good. Yeah. And then we had one with my mom called Going Coastal. That was a Muscadine wine, right? Yeah, Muscadine wines. It was drier than I expected because I thought Muscadine was, I thought it was going to be sweeter. R- really? It, yeah. It was very sweet. I thought it was super sweet. I thought it was, well, I don't know, maybe it was what we were eating it with maybe but I mean it was definitely on the sweet side but I thought it was like a sweet dry thing like 
It didn't seem very dry to me. No. I mean, I maybe it was to you. But. I liked it. Mm. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I like Muscadine wine. I just, it's it's so sweet to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can only drink like a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about our uh, the wine we've actually got here because mm-hmm. I noticed I'd seen something on here it says it's concrete aged oh yeah um, and I had never actually heard of that before um, we've talked about wine quite a bit and yeah. usually they'll they'll age the wine so they'll you know ferment it and then they'll put it up in it's casks or something to either stainless steel or like oak or some kind of wood yeah and the reason they do like Ochre wood is so that it can like oxidize and stuff, so mm-hmm. oxygen can get get in, whatever it like changes the profile. But this is uh, concrete age, which they I've put never it in like these. Before. Well, apparently it's 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 fairly common. There's like, and I'm looking at some pictures. It's like these big concrete egg looking things That's cool. that they put it in. Um, and apparently it's because it is very porous, so it allows oxygen to penetrate, penetrate and interact with the iron, with the wine. Uh, but unlike oak, uh, it doesn't impart any uh, flavors or anything. Like the wood, the oak actually mm-hmm. will will add the notes of like vanilla, spice, whatever. Uh, but the the uh, concrete doesn't do that. So it's, so it's like the be best more... of stainless steel. And oak, mm-hmm. because in stainless steel it doesn't like oxidize. I'm right, like not. You oxygenate. You know. Yeah, oxygenate. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it develops in a flavorless environment. Is what I'm reading here. That's cool. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting because I, I kind of saw that on the label and I thought, well, I've never heard of that. So, since it is porous, does that mean that eventually the concrete egg will be stained, like on the outside? Um, like if you were to let it sit for long enough, I don't know. That's good. Do I, I don't think so. Uh, I think like air gets leak? through because it's no. I don't think so. I don't think. But it, you get what I'm asking, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not like a sponge to where it would, it would eventually just kind of soak all the way through the concrete. Okay. Okay. Um. But why though? Since it's porous. Um. I mean, you may not really like know, but I am curious. Yeah, like, I don't. Why that's I don't case. really know. Like, why? That's interesting to me. I guess it's the same reason as, like, why it doesn't see through the wood. But, like, eventually would it? You know, like, that's kind no. of like... No, I mean, because they age, you know, wine in, in in barrels for years. Yeah, I know. But I'd, like, same with, like, si- whiskey and stuff. The science part of me is, like, how long would it take for it to, like, see through? It wouldn't. But why? Because it's porous, you know. Like that's. I mean, my they've thing. got other. I mean, they've found like you know casks, casks of wine. Yeah, that's been true. decades or. That's true. Or more, you know, aged. So. Yeah, well, it's like the Greek M four A. Like those are a little bit different, but yeah, they found like old, old. Yeah, old that casks. those are. I think those are like. Um, Ceramic or something. Uh, what's that stuff? What do they make the pots out of? Like. The... Clay. Yeah, it's clay. So there's a word for it though. Um, terracotta. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's made out of. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, well, that is a type of clay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But, I mean, that would be similar to concrete, really, I would think. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I know, like, with gardening and, like, terracotta pots, like, it's different. Like, it is a little bit different because it is porous. And so, like, the watering, if you... With my app, I have like an app that tells me when to water my plants and stuff like that, and it asks me what type of pot they're in. So, yeah. Yeah, because it like holds moisture or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really so, good or something. I don't. That's I don't really know. But that is really cool about the concrete, like aging. Process. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. I've never heard of and it. You said it's pretty common. Like that's not something I've ever heard. Apparently, of. I mean, not like super common, but I mean, it, it's a thing. This is not like. A brand new. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's not like any kind of new or rare technique. Yeah. I, I should say it's not necessarily common, but yeah, not unheard of. Ooh. You know what I'm surprised about? 
What's that? I'm surprised that Market of Marion doesn't sell alcohol. Uh, that's a uh, kind of like flea market down in uh, Ocala, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that they don't. And there's probably some kind of regulation that they can or something. Yeah. It's just interesting because they have everything else. It's like trade day. It's, it's very similar to trade day. Yeah. But, yeah. I just, I'm, that just came to my mind. Because they have food. They have purses. They've got lemonade. Well, it'd probably everything. be subject to some sort of like open container oh, law yeah. or something like that. Well, like. Since it's like semi-outside. Yeah, well, like, as long as it's not open, like, I don't, I, what I'm saying is, like, not that, like... Just sell, like, bottles, bottles of wine, wine or yeah. something? Yeah. Well, you have to have, like, a license, oh. an alcohol license. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, liquor license or whatever. I am so glad that we finally found out why... Ooh, excuse me, why, why Walmarts and Publix and Winn-Dixie's and all that kind of stuff in Florida sell liquor. I was always curious about that, and I'm really glad that you asked my dad. Yeah. And it apparently has something to do with, like, the percentage of food that you sell. Yeah, because of the way that the taxes or something is um, is on the, the the wine and stuff, or I, I, I don't remember exactly. But I, it, from what I understand, like, if you sell, if 50% the way, the, yeah, of what the, you sell, if over 50% of what you sell is food, then you get, like, a tax break on selling liquor. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to pay this the extra fee or yeah, yeah, tax break or something like that. But it's because they have uh, such different regulations and and taxes or something on on wine and liquor. Yeah. Um. So, but I yeah I wish I wish the rest of them had that. I think I just think it's pretty cool to be able to like go get everything. Yes. You know. Yeah, and like I wish we had more Win Dixies around here. Yeah. Because I don't think Tennessee has any. Uh, I don't know. I think it's really more of like a southern, southern thing, like a more regional thing. I know there were some in Alabama. Yeah. We yeah. had the one in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, like the Piggly Wiggly? Yeah. I think <laughs> it's it's just kind of like a more localized thing. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I could be wrong, but. That is pretty cool, though. Like, that they can just sell liquor. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of liquor, what did you get at the liquor store? I can't remember. Um, I got some Glenfiddich scotch. Ah. 12-year aged scotch. Uh-huh. And it's really good. What was the name of the scotch that you that you got that was that you're talking about with my mom? Oh, it's uh Glen Buck. Glen Buck. Yes. I was trying to think of that. It's like a, a cheap bottom shelf scotch, but it's it's really smooth. Um, but it's not, it's a blended scotch and it's not aged very long. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it doesn't have like a very deep flavor or complex flavor. It's very light. Um, but it's, it's pretty decent for what I think it was like 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, but this Glen Fittich is really good. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. far and above better. Yeah. Man. I know we did the episode on alcohol and stuff, and I'm just trying to like remember and rack my brain about it all, but it's really interesting. But I had such a good time in Florida. You want to move there? No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's Florida. We were talking about this in the car. You said that you would rather live in New Orleans. Yeah. Why? Um... Just the whole scene. But it's, I feel like New Orleans is worse than Florida in terms of like the weather. Well, you've never been there. No, but from what I've heard, I mean, it's, it's a swamp. So is Florida. <laughs> That's a good point, I, I guess. I just, and like your dad has told me, has told us stuff about New Orleans and it just seems, I don't know, like not the place to live. Because like you would be like covered with tourists. So's Florida. <laughs> not all of Florida. Yes, all of Florida. No. 
Nobody, like, nobody really tours Ocala. That's because there's nothing in Ocala. Well, there is, like, the Painted Ponies, apparently. That's, that's what they're... Well, why would we move to Florida and not, like, move to, like, the middle, though? And not move to the middle? Like, why, no, why would we move to Florida and move to the middle? Like, we would question. go to move, like... Closer to the To ocean. the beach. Yeah. Well, like, are there, this is going to sound real dumb, but, like, are there beaches and oceans in Louisiana? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, I know it's on oceans. the coast. That was a really dumb question. I know there's an ocean there, but. It's on the coast, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just think because, I guess it's because Florida has such a massive coastline. It just seems different. I don't know. I don't really know anything about any Louisiana beaches, so maybe there's not anything. Yeah. Well, I know, like. But we in, could live on the bayou. And that just sounds cool. It sounds cool until you have an alligator on your front porch. They have alligators in Florida, too. I know, but, like, living in the bayou, it just feels like you're, like, wearing, like, waders out to your car every day. You know? Or, like, you're taking an airboat to work. That'd be sweet. (laughs) Well, not you, because you don't work outside the home, and neither do I. But like, like we work from home. But yeah, like you're taking an airboat to the grocery store, and whatever you say, like live on the bayou. That just that doesn't that does not appeal to me <laughs> in any way. Don't get me wrong. Like I like frog legs. I like. I'm sure I would like gator. You know, I'm all about it. But living there, it just like I told you, I feel like living anywhere tropical like that would probably feel like living in somebody's armpit. Yeah. So would Florida. Really sweaty and like just humid, wet all the time. It's humid enough here in Tennessee. Yeah. That's why I don't really think that I would move anywhere like that. But yeah. If I did. If you if you were gonna move somewhere like where it's miserable and where you hated the weather ninety percent of the year, you would move to New Orleans over Florida. Probably. I love how we're, like, comparing one city in Louisiana to the whole state of Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, what else would you go for? Well, we're going to have some native Louisianans who are upset with us. Maybe. But I was going to say something real bad about Mississippi, but I'm not going to do that. Because I know you have, a, you have a thing about Mississippi. Yeah, and there's probably some Mississippi listeners here. Yeah. I'm sure it's perfectly wonderful. Did I, I tell you... Technology. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you about my college professor who she was teaching at, like, some university in, in Mississippi with her husband, and she had her doctorate, and he didn't. And they refused to put her first on the title and deed to their house. Oh, yeah. 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 She was like, I'm not going to sign that until I'm first. (laughs) And they were like, well, we can't do that because it's Mr. and Doctor. She's like, no, it is Doctor and Mr. And she, like, didn't want to sign it until they they changed it. Hmm. So, I find that odd. (laughs) I don't know if I would, like, I feel, I don't know if I would want to be first. Like, if I were a doctor, if I had my doctorate, I feel like that comes with added responsibility. I thought it was a thing that, like, they wouldn't put doctor. At all? Yeah. Of course, I mean, on the deed, you don't, I don't think. Well, it was, like, on the paperwork or whatever. Like, they wouldn't put her name first. And it's, like, yeah, they just, they wouldn't put it first. Well, I don't, I don't understand why it matters. Because it's supposed to be... Is, is hers is first or his is first? Well, it's supposed to be doctor. I don't, they don't, I don't think that's included. If Whatever you're signing stuff as, like... Or whatever, like, you're... You, from what I understand, like, the person with the highest... Well, level, I know when we signed all the stuff for our house, I didn't sign Mr. Nowhere on there, on anything, does it say Mr. Bart Morton or Mrs. Sam Morton. Hmm. You're right. Oh. Let me 
turn that down. Or I can actually silence that. I have I have the technology to do that. Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. Huh. Maybe I misheard the story then. That is entirely possible. It was yeah. knowledge. I remember you telling me something about it, but yeah, I mean looking back at it now, that didn't really make sense. Yeah. Maybe it must have been something else. Hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was not for the deed to a house. Or anything was like paperwork for the house. I don't know, but I do know that like you're if you have somebody in your, you know, circle when you're signing things, the people with the highest degrees go first. Well, I think that's dumb too. Why? Because why does that matter? Because I don't know. It's like some prestigious something or whatever. I don't know. You're right. It probably is dumb. Ooh. So we talked about, we mentioned beer. You haven't done a shower beer in a long time. Yeah. I haven't had a reason to. I haven't, I haven't really done any artwork or anything. I know. That is really nice. Like, I was, like, I would like to do, like, shower wine, but having a glass in the shower is probably not the best idea. I mean, they have, like, some... Plastic, plastic or silicone glasses or something. We could do that. Yeah. All right. Do you have a hot take? Oh, wait. Do you want to do a random question? Yeah. Let's okay. do those. Okay. Yeah. So, again, our, our format's a little mixed up tonight just because everything's a little bit different this week. We don't really have like a, didn't really have like a specific topic. It was just mostly talking about our, our trip. Um, are you a better leader or follower? Uh, I don't know. Probably, it, it kind of depends really, but I guess probably follower. Um, it's easier to follow that way. Mm -hmm. I can lead when I need to, yeah. but I mean, obviously I have one, you know, ran a band program, but. I'm generally a follower, generally. Yeah. I can, like, go along with a whole lot of stuff, which may not be a great thing, but <laughs> I'm pretty much a follower. Um, what are you a control freak about? That's a good one. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't really, nothing really comes to mind, but, like, a lot of things, I guess. Uh, I have kind of, like, OCD about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, where things go, how things need to be, like, put away or, like, aligned or something like that. Like, Yeah, the leashes are, are what come to mind for me. Yeah. Have to have them all, like, the same way. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, nothing really in particular that I can think of. I mean, there's that. But there's just, a, like, a lot of things. A lot of my OCD kind of creeps out in, like, a lot of different... Things. Those little things, yeah. Yeah, but nothing, nothing like Ooh, really like major. Like the toilet paper goes on the roll. Which yeah, I think you do it wrong, but I really don't have a super strong opinion about it. Well, like I'm, it's not worth arguing over, but you do it incorrectly. Mm, no, I don't. Because you do it over. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. So, you're supposed to do it under. No, you're not. You do it under so that the friction from the roll there helps you rip without having to like touch the roll and like use two hands no you don't want it to do that because then it'll rip too early no yeah well then if you do it over the top it doesn't rip at all yeah it does no it doesn't yes it does if you can actually if you actually know what you're doing <laughs> are you suggesting i don't know how to rip toilet paper off a roll no uh, <laughs> apparently you are <laughs> It goes under. Mm. Like, it's more aesthetically pleasing to go over. I get that. But, like, it's That's better. the correct way. No. Hmm? It goes under. Under is better for, like, ease of use. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. I, I, re <laughs> I really don't have, like, that strong of opinion about it. But I just know that, like, you're wrong and I let you be wrong. I let you take pride in your wrongness. So, are you in competition with any of your friends or family? 
Mm, no, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, if somebody if somebody else is like competing with me against something, I don't I don't know about it. Yeah, no, I'm not. Would ooh, this is very apt. Would you hope that everybody or nobody remembers your birthday? Oh well, this one is very uh, appropriately timed. Yeah. If would I rather that everybody or nobody remembered my birthday? Correct. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of on the fence about it because, like, at the same time, like, yeah, it's nice to be remembered. Mm-hmm. You know, to have everybody like, you know, say something. It's nice, especially like, I really like the uh, the Facebook method now. So like, everybody can just kind of post on my wall. Mm-hmm. I really would not enjoy it if it if we were back in the days of like everybody giving like phone calls or whatever Ooh, yeah. like I wouldn't want to be getting calls and texts all day about you know happy birthday or whatever so I, I don't really like being having a big fuss made about me mm-hmm. um, but again it is it is nice to be remembered so I don't know it's kind of hard to say I guess I'd like for everybody to remember but just not make a big deal about it yeah <laughs> Just give you a, give you a nod of recognition. Just yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. So. Facebook post is is perfect. Like, yeah. That way I can go through and just see. Oh yeah, look, all these people actually cared enough to say something. How yeah. nice! And then that's the extent of it. I want everybody to remember my birthday, but like I'm I'm similar to you. I don't necessarily want a bunch of phone calls, but I do want a lot of presents. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like if you want to send me a text message, that's fine. If you want to like Venmo me money for my birthday, that's great. Um, like I want you to like shower me with presents and the praise due, but just don't interrupt my day. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, yeah, if you, if anybody just wants to Venmo me some money for my birthday, go ahead. Um, yeah. You know, I, I will very gladly accept. Oh, that actually, that brings me to, like, we're going to circle back to that about my hot take, but, okay. Um, if you're in denial about one thing, what is it? I can tell you what it is. It's the fact that toilet paper goes that way. No, no, I'm not in denial about anything there. I'm just right. There's okay. not really anything to be in denial about. I think this is a good one for us to answer for each other. So I already answered for you. What am I in denial about? <laughs> um, let's see. What are you in denial about? You can't say my shopping problem because I know I have a shopping problem. So, there. Oh, is that right? Yes. I know it's an issue. <laughs> Fully aware. I don't know. I would say, like, we're pretty pretty open and, and you know, conscious of a lot of things. We kind of talk through a lot of things. So, I don't know if there's really anything that we're actually in denial about. Yeah. Either one of us, really. Except the toilet paper thing. Well, no. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe you're in denial about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm sure, like, as soon as we stop recording, we'll we'll be able to think of something. Um. Oh, this one's fun too. Would you rather be married to someone who is a control freak or super easygoing? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I think this is like a trick question. <laughs> No, go on, answer. Well, I already married one of those. <laughs> and I'll let the listeners decide which one. Which one that is. Oh, you're funny. You're funny, sir. Oh, how often do you worry about money? Like in a day? Or like... Just in general, I think. I don't know. Worry is a strong word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am fairly conscious about it. I kind of think about it a lot. Like I'm just like, "Ooh, how much? How much we got in the bank?" And I'll like, yeah, check the bank a few times a week or so at least. Um, 
but uh, I don't know, I'm not really worried. I know that, you know, we've always been provided for, mm-hmm. so, you know, I don't, I don't really worry per se, but sometimes I do get a little concerned thinking, oh, we've kind of, you know, spent a little heavy this weekend or something like that. Yeah. Like maybe we shouldn't have gone out to eat two or three times or whatever, you know, like, or maybe we shouldn't have bought that or, um, so yeah, I guess sometimes I'm just, I'm, I just am a little conscientious. I think you get in, and it's the same with me, like you get in kind of like these spurts of like, oh, you know, yeah. being like preoccupied, but like with it. And I really like that question because it just reminds me like we've, we've been like poor. <laughs> yeah. Poor. Like we've been poverty. Oh yeah. Like not knowing where our next meal was going to come from kind of poor, you know? Yeah. Real bad. So I think for me, anyways, I'll say that tends to have me operating from a scarcity mindset, and I have to try really hard to fight against that. Like, for example, when we go grocery shopping, like it really bothers me to like not have one of our staples, you know? Like it makes me a little bit anxious whenever the fridge gets a little bit like down low or like the pantry gets a little bit low I'm like oh we don't have enough we don't have enough yeah whenever we have like 40 other cans of whatever or you know like we we do yeah but, and we've got always got a ton of stuff to, to a ton of food or the way I'll say you know we've always got a ton of food in the pantry but nothing to eat yeah yeah when I go to look for something I can yeah but I do remember times whenever like our pantries were like and our cupboards were pretty bare like yeah. we had like, like uh, the only thing that was in our fridge was like cooked noodles and barbecue sauce or you know like yeah. ranch dressing or whatever. So like I think that that tends to have us view money a little bit differently. Yeah. And I try really hard to like live with an open hand kind of thing and like give generously like when we can. And all that. So it's definitely like a retrain your brain kind of thing from like not not operating from like a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. So, but that's hard to do whenever, because we spent how many years like from college and then like we've had like a couple of bouts of just, oh crap, <laughs> you know, like we don't have any money. Yeah, mostly like through through college. Yeah. After college, things got a little bit better mm-hmm. um, and have kind of progressively gotten better yeah since then and we like we're incredibly blessed now to have like both have like stable jobs and yeah and i mean really we've always been blessed i mean we've always had what we needed yeah we've always ended up with what we needed we've always had a roof over our head Mm -hmm. um you know there's been some times when you know maybe our power or our water got cut off or remember when we um, had to steal (laughs) not steal borrow our neighbors our neighbor's water from like the outside spigot to no, it wasn't from the outside spigot. It was uh, from our neighbor's water. We went over there and and would fill, fill up, up jugs. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, to to use for like cooking and showers and stuff. There yeah. For a few days. Yeah. Um, and then you know relied on like food banks and stuff for food. Yeah. Um. So and yeah, yeah I mean it's we've had bouts where it's been really rough, but again, I mean we've still really uh, kind of always been blessed. Yeah. You know, we always ended up with what we needed. Yeah, and I I really um, like that like you and I have never ever really fought about money. Like we've always been kind of like even though I know I have a shopping problem. Like, <laughs> like you've never really been like this is your fault and I've never been like this is your fault. Like we've always been like, well, we made the decision together because that's something yeah. we've been really good at is kind of like making those decisions together for the most part. Yeah. So, like, no one else to blame but ourselves, like, yeah, in, in some of those situations. Very true. So, yeah. So, right now, like, I don't worry. Like you said, worry is a strong word. But because we're at the age now where it's kind of like, well, have we saved enough for retirement? Do we have enough in our emergency fund? Like, all the, you know, kind yeah. of those kind of pressures. So, yeah. That's a good question, though. Do you have a hot take this week? I do. I um, do too. 
Mine's not going to be nearly as good as yours, I know. Yeah, do you want to go first, then? Yes. So, we were talking about, like, on my birthday, you know, or for birthday stuff, like, yeah, like, shower me with presents and do all this kind of stuff, but just don't interrupt my day. And honestly, it's not because of, I always, I've been using the phrase lately of just like, oh, I'm not very friendly. And it's not that. It's that I'm incredibly shy. Uh-huh. that's what it is like because we've talked on the podcast and to like friends and family before like whenever people stop us with the uh, and they're like oh she's so cute and all this and all that it yeah, makes me which really, happens a lot yes it makes me really uncomfortable and like I don't know how to talk to people yeah not because like I'm like mean but I definitely come across as standoffish because I'm so shy like I don't know what to say I have no idea what to say to people whenever they come up and stop me and say like, you know, I just, I, I, I freeze and I, I don't know what to do or how to react. And so like, it just, I don't know. And I definitely get my shyness from my grandmother. My grandmother was incredibly shy as well. But yeah, like I, I was the type of child that if somebody said hello to me, like literally if somebody said hello to me. I would start crying. Yeah. Because it made me just so overwhelmed. It's so weird because, like, both of your parents are, like, pretty... Gregarious. Yeah. I'm pretty outspoken and... Yeah. You know... Yeah. Like, even to this day... Sociable. Yes. Even to this day, direct eye contact with people I don't know very well makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes me really uncomfortable just because, like, I don't know. But, yeah, I've always been painfully shy and I've noticed that, like, that is... Like, that just needs to be accepted, okay? Like, I'm not rude. I'm not, I promise I'm not rude. I just really don't know what to say. And I get really overwhelmed easily whenever some stranger is just like, your kid is so cute. I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know who you are. I'm never going to see you again. I don't know what to say other than thank you. And you can stop, like, staring at us. That makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Ugh. And it's. It's such a challenge, <laughs> especially whenever I like I'm married to someone like you who's like really gregarious as well, and who like you can talk to anybody. I'm like I you're can. so, and that's why ugh, like you're like my human shield. Like I just need you to go with me everywhere so that people will talk to you because you're just like oh yeah, like I'm from a small town in Alabama and blah 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 blah. Like you're just able to carry on a conversation, and me I'm just like they don't care, but they do. They really don't. They're not going to ever see me again. Like, they don't care. That doesn't mean they don't care. And Do like, you care? About what? I don't know. Whatever they're talking about. Am I supposed to answer that honestly? You can. Sometimes no. Yeah, sometimes no. But Yeah, sometimes no. I mean, sometimes it is interesting, but like... Sometimes it's like, I just, and like, I'm kind of an overshare too. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, sometimes they're actually interested in what you're saying. But how do we know? What does it matter? Well, like, what if I overshare? Say it or don't. Well, what if I overshare? What I do you mean overshare? Ten- well, like, I do have a tendency to just, like, talk when I'm nervous. Well, like you said, you're not going to see them again. So what does it matter if you overshare? Oh, that's a good point. How much do I owe you for this therapy session? Mm, we can work that out. And I'll bill you. Okay. So that's my hot take is that I'm just very shy and shyness should be more understood. Like people are not always standoffish or rude or whatever. They're just shy. Just let them be. Just say a brief hello and comment on how adorable their kid is or say their shoes are cute and then leave them alone. Don't ask any more questions. Why are you supposed to know if they're shy? I don't know. Maybe that should be like your responsibility when somebody comes up and says something and say, sorry, I'm shy. Oh, well, that's just awkward. Why would I tell people that? Because that's true. That is true. But I don't want people to think I'm mean. Well, let them know that it's just because you're shy. But that's another one of those oversharing. I remember get a t-shirt that says, sorry, I'm not mean, I'm just shy. Ooh, yes. (laughs) We're going to put a pin in that. Yeah. I really am shy. Like, I just, yeah. Oh, it's kind of a hassle. And yeah. like, and I've noticed it more now that we've had Thea and, like, been all over the southern, southeastern United States with everybody. Like, she's adorable. And it's like, thanks. Can I please just buy my shoes? And my yeah, sleep? we do get stopped a lot. <laughs> she's, People want to talk to her and look at her and fawn over her. She's growing me as a person. I'm going to... Not be shy at the end of this, maybe. I don't know. It's hard. 
but we'll see. <laughs> okay, your hot take, your turn. I told you yours is going to be more fun than mine. All right, so I know where this is going, and I'm excited. You do know where it's going. Yeah, because you mentioned colors and. Yeah, so this is something we've talked about before, and, and I it's love just, it. It's this thought that I don't know. I, don't I hesitate to say that it troubles me. I don't remember why this came about, but I know that we were drinking. <laughs> and then and we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. And I don't know, something came up and then it, it I haven't thought about this in a while. Yeah. But I and have then this you re- me, you're like, hey. I have I'll this I have this reoccurring thought that like I said, I hesitate to say that it troubles me, but it kinda does. It's one of those things that just kinda keeps me up and then I think about periodically and then I think about it pretty hard um, and it's this idea of colors and what we perceive as colors um, so like I'm, I'm very interested in the way that different people perceive different colors and I always wonder if it's actually like the same you know mm-hmm. like if if what I see, like obviously we see this a color, say we see the color red, mm-hmm. um, it's the same color to us. We we have been taught that it is red, but is what I see the red that I see and the red that you see are they actually do they actually look the same to us? You know what I'm saying. So like if I were to see the red through your eyes, would it actually still look red, or would it maybe look blue or green? And that's just the way you've known that to be red because that's the way you grew up and learned your colors. But do we actually see the same color or do we see them differently? But we call them the same thing because, you know, we just learned them. We learned the names for that thing that we saw. I'm still having... so Okay, so I'm holding a red Sharpie right now, right? Yeah. This is objectively red because society has said this is red. Yes. So you are wondering if we were to like somehow do like a yeah. So yeah. So if thing. if we could like switch eyes or something like that, and then we actually look through it, look at it from each other's eyes, would we see the same thing? So I'm seeing this certain color right now, and if we were to switch eyeballs, would you looking yeah. through my if eyes? If I were looking through your eyes, would it actually look like maybe the color that I perceive as blue or green? Or yellow, or something like that. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I get what you're saying. And I hope the listeners, I hope you guys understand what I'm saying too. Because um, we've talked about this before. So yeah. So I will say I saw this before, and it's a Psychology Today article, and it's the fact that like men and women, and this is not exactly what you're talking about, but men and women do see color very, very differently. So basically, women have a broader spectrum of color. And, like, a broader, like, vocabulary. So, like, there's an image here, and it says, like, maraschino, cayenne, maroon, plum, eggplant, grape, orchid, all that kind of stuff. So, like, women can see the shade variations a little bit better than men can. Men just see, like, red, purple. Like, so, they don't see, they don't see, well, like, it's a study done by a neuroscientist. Like, it's a study. So, like, men don't see, like, the, the hue variations in colors. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Like I'm wondering if that's like somewhat related. Maybe, but that's not that's that's not even quite as as drastic as I'm thinking. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that's why certain people can see hue differences better is because maybe they see it in a different as like an actual different color than what I actually perceive. Right. So like if you were to look at this red Sharpie, somebody else would see this as like, I don't know, like burnt apple or whatever, whatever they perceive as like something different. Like it's a different hue than like you would see. But uh, yeah, but that's not really like your question. Yeah. Like I said, it's not really like as drastic as I was, as, as, as what I'm, as what I mean. Then explain it again. So, like, if if it would actually be, like, a, a, a different, like, color set. Like, not just a different hue, but, like, rather than being red, like, maybe what you see is actually green. Because your eyes maybe perceive it a certain kind of way. But this is objectively red. Because it's what's... 
we have been taught to call it, but maybe what we see, because really what we see is just a reflection of the light off the object. Correct. So, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it any, any better, really. I do remember this this conversation, and I remember it making sense at one point, but like I'm struggling now, and it's probably because it's a little bit late, and we don't actually have coffee, but I, I do get what you're saying, and like, are like Not that like we see the red differently, but that what we, we may actually perceive two completely different colors, but we have just been taught that it is red. Okay, okay. Because that's what that's what it was called when we learned our colors. Right, okay, that right there. That helps. Yeah, so, like, let's say there's another color just in the spectrum or whatever. And, like, you see this, like, so I see this as red. And, like, if we were to switch eyeballs, like, this would be perceived to be a different shade of whatever. So it would look different than what the, what I see now. Yeah, like, if, if we could say, I don't know, like, Mr. Potato Head this, and we could, like, pull out our eyeballs, and then I could stick my eyeballs in your head, and then you look at it through my eyes, and then all of a sudden, to you, it looks blue. blue. Right. Yeah. But you have also associated this as red, and so, like, you're like, oh, like, that's just red. Yeah. But it's actually, whenever you're, like, like, I really like what you said, too, about, like, whenever you were learning what the color was, that color is yeah, but I, yeah, I call it red, and you call it red, even regardless of what we see. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, whenever you're learning, so maybe colors, like your red is actually different than my red. Right, right, right. I get what you're saying because like, when you're learning your colors, you learn to label this thing that you perceive this way. Yeah, because all the things that you've ever seen of that color, you've been taught to call that red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if we were to change eyeballs somehow, like that that label would not be what I called red. That label would be what I called something else. Yeah. Yeah. I think about this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting. I really... And it goes back to, like, the whole, like, perception is reality kind of thing. Yeah. It's really... That is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those of you out there, maybe you, you know a little bit more about... about what's what's going on there maybe you, you can tell and i mean well, realistically it's probably we probably all just see the same thing but, but but there there is whenever you said that like there is something to be said for like facial expressions too because like they're like if you're taught like this facial expression means happy right and I know it's slightly different, but it's the same kind of concept, whereas, like, maybe in a different culture or, like, in a different, like, context, this facial expression is not happy. You know, you get what I'm saying? Uh, no, because I think facial expressions are actually innate. Yeah? Yeah, to some extent. I mean, like, smile and frowns, like, that's those are, like, innately happy and, and sad. Uh, there was a color experiment done on a group of people and how they can actually, well, this is different, but they can actually see a broader range of colors as well. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. Yeah, but I am interested. I would like to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just, it troubles me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my hot take. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, um, you got anything else? I think that's pretty much it. No, I don't think so. Um, oh, yes. I wanted to talk about the rebrand a little bit. What, what's there to talk about? I just like want to like update people and be like, we have a new logo coming. I don't know when we will change it. I don't know if we'll change it before this episode comes out or after. But we do have a new logo and a new like podcast art. And new branding stuff coming out. So. Yeah, we're just kind of changing some of our, our look. Yeah. Um, so and just be on the, the lookout for that. Yeah. 
And I know, like, with the, your album art or whatever in the podcast thing, it has to be a certain, like, pixel stuff. So I need to change our new logo to, to match that format. So Yeah, well, we can figure that out. But, yeah, I just wanted to let people know that, like, we've got this new thing going on. Well, they'll know it once it happens. I know. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's it. Um... Hey. For for this date night, what what's going on? Your your color red could really be my blue. Is well, this a real thing? LiveScience.com. Okay, so LiveScience.com published June 29th, twenty twelve. Oh. Uh-huh. Anyone with normal color vision agrees that blood is roughly the same color as strawberries, cardinals, and the planet Mars. That is, oh come on, no no no, no no no. Um, that is, they're all red. But could it be that what you call red, someone, someone else's, is someone else's blue? Could people's color wheels be rotated with respect to one another's? Yeah, that's um, exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> this, oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, I clicked an ad. Okay. Uh, that's the question we've all asked since grade school. Uh, says Jay Meeks, a color vision scientist at the University of Washington. In the past, most scientists would have answered that the people with normal vision probably do see all the same colors. The thinking went that our brains have a default way of processing the light that hits cells in our eyes, and our perceptions of the light's color are tied tied to universal emotional responses. But recently... That answer has changed. Uh-huh. I would say that recent experiments lead us down a road that the idea that we don't all see the same colors. Another vision scientist, Joseph Carroll from the Medical College of Wisconsin says, I think we can say for certain that people don't see the same color. One person's red might be another person's blue and vice versa. The scientist said, you might really see blood as the color of that someone else calls blue and the sky as someone else's red, but our individual perceptions don't affect the way the color of blood uh, or the that of the sky make us feel. Mm-hmm. An experiment with monkeys suggested that the color perce- that color perception emerges in our brains in response to our experiences of the outside world, but that this process ensures according to no uh, uh, ensues according to no predetermined pattern. Like colorblind people and most mammals, male squirrel monkeys have only two types of color-sensitive cone cells in their eyes, green-sensitive cones and blue-sensitive cones. Lacking the additional information that would be picked up by a third, red-sensitive cone, the monkeys can only perceive the wavelengths of light that we call blue and yellow. To them, red and green wavelengths appear neutral, uh, and the monkeys cannot find red or green dots amid a gray background. So several colleagues injected a virus into monkeys' eyes that randomly infected some of their green-sensitive cone cells. The virus inserted a gene into the DNA of the green cones it infected that converted them into red cones. Oh my god, that is the coolest thing and scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, (laughs) This conferred uh, the monkeys with blue, green, and red cones. Although their brains were not wired for responding to signals from red cones, the monkeys soon made sense of the new information and were able to find green and red dots on a gray image. Okay. So they gave colorblind monkeys the ability to see colors. Yes. That's cool. That's terrifying. That's awesome. I'm not, I don't like that. <laughs> what else can we give monkeys the ability to do? I don't like that at all. <laughs> Uh, but the monkey experiment had another profound implication. Even though neurons in the monkey's brains were wired to receive signals from green cones, with neur- the neurons spontaneously adapted to receiving signals from red cones instead, somehow enabling monkeys to receive new colors. The question is, what did the monkeys think these new colors were? The result shows that there were no predetermined perceptions ascribed to each wavelength. Um, the ability to discriminate certain wavelengths arose out of the blue, so to speak, with the simple introduction of a new gene. <laughs> out of the blue. Yeah. That is interesting. I'm liking this article. So, so yeah. can we do that to, like, just colorblind people? I... And just make them be able to see colors? I don't know. That makes me really uncomfortable. Do you see what I see, wonder? But I feel like that doesn't really, still doesn't really answer the question. Uh, 
So I think it's it's going towards like it's it's uh, studying perception. So it says experts believe that the that color perception may not be predetermined. Instead, it may be shaped by the world and our experiences in it. They say that factors such as mood, feelings, and memories can affect our perception of colors. Hmm. So yeah, like it, it is that like perception is reality kind of thing, and how like how you experience like the color red. You know, like the, whenever you, like you were saying, like I think you said it perfectly. Whenever you were learning what the color red was, you learned to label it as red. Or whenever you were learning to ascribe color to something, these sets of things were red. Yeah. So. So. That's that cool. Really cool. But we're we're running a little bit long, so we need to go ahead and start wrapping this up. Okay. But yeah, that was. So that answers your hot take. Kind I of. would like to hear more about this, though. Yeah, yeah. I need to figure out some more about what's going on there. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and and wrap this up. Uh, we're so glad you guys decided to join us this week on our date night. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we had uh, not coffee but wine this this evening. It's a, a red blend. E Day Feeks by uh, it was sent to us from the Wink Wine Club that's W-I-N-C you can find them at wink.com you can like, share and subscribe to our podcast you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts Google Play, Spotify uh, tune in and I think that's it yeah Cool. Good job. Yeah, and you can find us on Instagram at date night at the coffee shop or email us uh, date night coffee shop at gmail.com. Uh, we want to hear from you guys and give us some suggestions, some coffee uh, recommendations, anything you want us to, to try or talk about. We'll definitely take some of those um, and, and run with that the best we can. Yeah, and tell us how do you see the color red? Yeah. Yeah, is is what you see actually red? Yes. Um, if you have any thoughts on that, let us know. It's it's definitely something now. that that we want to learn more about. Um, so we're going to go ahead and, and call this one a night. Uh, again, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. Mm-hmm. Um, until next week, you guys uh, stay frosty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.